Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Jim Was Cancelled, a Buffy podcast. I am Jess. And I am Stosh. And today we are talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Season 2, Episode 12, Bad Eggs. Bad Eggs. Before we get started, Stosh, do you have any clarifications or corrections that you'd like to make? No, I haven't even touched the last episode yet. <laughs> okay, cool. Me either. Uh, I do want to take a moment, though, to wish everyone a happy new year, because this is our first release of 2023 when this gets released it's still 2022 in real time but when you hear this it will be the new year so hope you all had a great new year and happy holidays and all that jazz um we want to go ahead and welcome back katie from our first episode of season two she is back for this episode so welcome back katie hi guys thanks for having me back hi katie welcome back um, Katie, did you have any corrections or clarifications from your last episode that you wanted to bring up? I probably should, but no. <laughs> or anything from the past few episodes that you want to talk about? Talk about how all our other guests were wrong and you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the superior guest. Um, no, no, I don't think so. Okay, cool. Well, then let's just jump right into the summary. Oh, I did want to... Um, at the forefront of this this is one of my least favorite episodes yeah i did dub this episode gross as i was writing my notes because i wrote gross several times if you are inclined and you're in a position turn this episode into a drinking game and take a drink every time i say gross from my notes because it's gonna happen a lot i'm in (laughs) i i will say as i was watching this episode i was like how did anyone want to be a guest for this? <laughs> I think I told you what episode we were yeah. going to probably be recording around this time. And you were like, all right, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, whatever. I just want to be on the show. Because <laughs> definitely no one else was like, ooh, give me that. <laughs> so Understandable. <laughs> it was either this one or Ted. And we gave Ted to Story Darlings. So a better choice yeah (laughs) yeah but sandra won this time (laughs) (laughs) yeah um (laughs) so we'll start on the summary so Um, we open up on this mall yeah full of the most lifeless and boring extras (laughs) i've ever seen in my life oh i didn't even notice they're not doing anything and it's like so quiet they're all like zombies And it's so weird because, like, usually there's so much background noise in Buffy scenes. Yeah. That, like, when I, like, try to, like, record a clip for the beginning of an episode or something, it's there's so much that I can't get a clear take of it. Yeah. And it was just silent. I wonder if so all of those people were already infected. I did think about that. And I don't think that makes sense. <laughs> but later in the episode, I was like, well, you could try to headcanon that, I guess. Yeah, that's some mental gymnastics that you need to do for that. <laughs> yeah. but I always try to exactly. come up with some like explanation, but very rarely is it a plausible explanation. Yeah. <laughs> so. Try to no prize it away. Yeah. Yeah, but like Teacher's Pet and Some Assembly Required and all of those other episodes I've shown a dislike of in the past, like... This is definitely what I skip <laughs> most rewatches. I wish I would have skipped it always. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty gross. I mean, honestly, I think even if I did a rewatch, I would skip this one. Yeah, it's really <laughs> this gross. This is a rough episode. It is. Um, but so they're in the mall, and Buffy's with her mom, and they're shopping, and they split up, and then Buffy sees a vampire. <laughs> so does... Does she hone? We're always on the hunt for honing on this podcast. No, she didn't see him. She didn't notice he was a vampire until she looked in the mirror next to the escalator and he wasn't in it. Oh, is that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was a mirror. I thought that was just some girl that looked like the other girl on like a different <laughs> escalator. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? No. It was a mirror stop. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Makes more sense now, doesn't it? It sure does. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so she goes into a sketchy arcade. And, uh, with ski ball. Yeah. They're playing, playing arcade games. And the guy says the term sugar lips. And I wrote gross. <laughs> the Take a drink. Gr- first <laughs> gross of the episode. Mm-mm, not a fan of that phrasing, but. Oh, well, if I'm ambitious, ambitious enough, I'll put dings in for people to drink when I edit. <laughs> this is, so that, that guy that said sugar lips, right? Yeah. Um, gross. 
is the is the cowboy, right? Yeah. yeah. The cowboy. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> also gross. Super gross. Um, but then Buffy also, fights. Oh, that girl is a terrible actor. Just on top of all the lifeless extras. Oh yeah. <laughs> like everything she said sounded like she was reading a line from. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it really took me out of it. Yeah, definitely not the best open. I think even the actors on set were like, this episode is gross. Maybe yeah. that's why they were so quiet. They're like, we don't even want to be here. I don't want to be associated with this episode. Yeah. I finally get on Buffy and I have to be in this episode. <laughs> exactly. But so then Buffy forgets all about her mom's dress. And so her mom lectures her about responsibility. And all of that happens pre-credits. <laughs> Well, because all she thinks about is boys and yeah. clothes yeah, and kill- and saving the world from vampires. Yeah. Did she actually say that to her mom and her mom was just like, whatever? I think that that did happen. Because I-, I definitely thought that it was going to be like some surreal thing where Buffy imagined telling her mom about the fact that she was a slayer, but then she didn't really. I I took it as like her mom like reacted the same way, like as if my mom or dad said that to me and I was like, well, that and superheroes. like. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. She just kind of skipped over it. Which, yeah. I mean, I guess makes sense because like teenagers say stupid stuff. All yeah, the time. exactly. They do. That's true. So then after the opening, we go to <laughs> immediately Xander and Cordelia sucking face in a closet. <laughs> Fucking aggressively. too. Yeah. <laughs> and then they like they take a break to fight. <laughs> yeah. They take a break to fight with each other. And at first I was like. Well, that's not nice. And I was like, well, that's not no, nice either. And it was like, well, none of this is nice. So I guess I'm just going to accept it. <laughs> none of this is nice. Well, that's what their whole like relationship is based on, is being toxic at each other. That's so, true. Like, it makes sense that it would fuel the fire when they're making out. And I don't know what this says about me, but I always ship them. I ship them so hard. Yeah. Right? No, I, when like, you listen to our episodes that are coming out, you'll see I'm on your team. Oh, so. good. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like... I ship them so hard, but they're so toxic. <laughs> yeah. It's hard not to like the, the enemies to lovers trope is what the bookstagram community calls it. Right. So. I've heard that term. I didn't know it applied to them, but I mean, I, I feel get like it. it does. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's just something enjoyable about it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I don't want to say the word sexy, <laughs> you know, but like that tension. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that tension. And they did build there. it. Yeah. They, yeah. And the, the actors both really pull it off, too. Mm-hmm. I think that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it switches to sex ed, where they're both in. <laughs> and it's funny, because Willow is clearly uncomfortable from, like, minute one. <laughs> sex talk. <laughs> She's not a fan. <laughs> She's not a fan. <laughs> um, and then Xander and Cordelia are, like, petty to each other. Yeah. And a play that, like, is super obvious. I feel like there's probably some kid in the corner being like, they're they're... Totally going at it. Some kid, it's got to be the whole class is like, holy shit, like these kids are. (laughs) But then Willow brings up pregnancy and. And they get their eggs. They get their eggs. Also. Gross. Xander is such a dick to Willow here. I know. Well, not on purpose, but like. No, but he totally is. And, like, we don't even see who she winds up partnering with. I know. We don't see who he ends up partnering with either. Yeah, we do. Did that girl say yes to him? Because I, I guess... felt like she just smiled at him and then walked away. No, I felt like it was implied she said yes, but oh, maybe not. Okay. And she's like, come here. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Like, whatever. I don't care who I'm with. <laughs> Probably. Raise this egg for me, idiot. <laughs> uh, but then we get to see Buffy is not in class. And they call her out for it, which I thought you'd appreciate. I did. And it, I was just like, it's weird that they ask this time, like she's <laughs> ever been in class. <laughs> and then Giles almost smashes Buffy's egg. <laughs> Buffy's not thrilled about the fact that she's taking care of this egg by herself. And we find out Willow's egg is Jewish, which yes. I think implies Willow is Jewish, but I'm I not think sure. They say, I think Rosenberg they say, is her last yeah, name. I, I know. Think that that's cool. like, it's, it's a pretty Jewish last name for well, sure. I think they say later on maybe in the series that she's jewish like yeah, I don't know that they do like yet. hanukkah or something yeah i don't know if it comes it's come up or i don't not know yet. i don't think it has but me and you have talked about it because xander hated cause xander nazis. hates nazis and i was like well is he jewish and you were like no but willow's last name is rosenberg and yeah. i was like oh that almost makes sense <laughs> yeah but regardless willow's willow is i think showing that she is jewish 
um, Giles takes a really long time to notice that there are eggs <laughs> in everyone's hands. Well, and he never notices the one on the sh- on the bookshelf that he's putting books on. So. Well, yeah. Well, Buffy grabs it and like holds on to it, and then he sees no. it in her hand. No, the one on the bookshelf, not the table. Was that in? This scene? Yeah, well, it was like not right here, but at the end he was putting books on the bookshelf and you see an egg behind the books. Oh, I must have missed that. But obviously he does get infected, so I know that it happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's supposed to be like foreshadowing Is egg. It? Yeah. Or like ominous you're, yeah, egg. You're like, oh, something's up with these eggs because someone snuck one in the library. Oh. I, I caught that. Oh. Yeah. Cool. I must have been taking a note or cringing yeah or, or just or crying because you were watching God, this episode this again over <laughs> um but then they talk about the fact that buffy needs to patrol and look for the cowboy vampires and it switches to her smooching with angel <laughs> which i Rub. feel like that just ramped way up out of nowhere but yeah, that was a lot of making out in this episode <laughs> yeah there was and it was also pretty jarring yeah like that transition was yeah. just like wow okay well they set it up because xander was just like making out cordelia real hard well no before that he's all talking shit and he's just like you know hunting is more than just making out right right and like, buffy was just like well i can do both and then it cuts and obviously not <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because the cowboy vampires are just watching them which is a little <laughs> creepy also but it's gross you know it would be grosser if they were like into it (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then it goes to buffy checking items off her list for her egg yep she burped it (laughs) changed its diaper (laughs) and then she goes to bed and something comes out of the egg gross (laughs) that was very gross (laughs) yeah i underlined it real hard (laughs) it was like I was like, what the hell is happening right now? <laughs> Not a fan. My note says Egbert, time of birth, 2.03 a.m. <laughs> Egbert is on my list of characters for character development. Perfect. <laughs> I know what I'm going to say about him. Okay. <laughs> that he's gross. Yeah. Then we get a commercial break, which was jarring, because I feel like it usually doesn't do those like stingers where... Yeah. Something tense happens, then it cuts to commercial and comes back to the same thing happening. Yeah. But it was, like, really notable this time. Yeah. I didn't write anything about when we came back from commercial, though. No, she's she just has some egg shit sleeping on her. Yeah. Then I just have it switching to when the cowboy vampires were in the sewers arguing. And he says he's going to beat him like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> Which is something my mother said to me all the time. Is it? <laughs> I'd heard it before, but I can't remember like anyone else saying it except like my sister, but she probably got it from Buffy. Yeah. So I feel like I've had friends that use that phrase, but I don't Probably my sister probably. She got it from Buffy. I can see it. I can see it. I don't know where my mom got it from because she don't watch Buffy, but Maybe she did and you just <laughs> She secretly watched Buffy. She waited until all of her kids were asleep in the nineties and like sat back with a bowl of popcorn. You know what? That's what I do. I wait until my kids are asleep and I watch it. There so. you go. Fair enough. Uh and then Buffy didn't sleep well. Nope, no one did. Except Xander. Yeah. Which is relatable. Yeah. Yeah, Cordelia for some reason. She seems fine. She does seem fine. But Buffy and Will are all lethargic. And Mr. Whitmore is missing. So they canceled class, which I was like, interesting. (laughs) They ran out of substitutes. I guess. (laughs) I did did specifically write, yeah, you remember all those classes that got canceled when teachers called in sick? (laughs) That happened a lot in community college, but not in high school. So maybe they don't do science substitute teachers anymore since that pre mantis lady showed up maybe. last time. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, we're done with that. We'll yeah. just cancel the class. I mean, Jim was canceled due to the extreme dead guy in the locker. So Okay, a kid dying in class and a teacher being absent are super different things. <laughs> All right, fair. Just but... saying. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I agree. Notable difference, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about other classes that got canceled and Jim was... The only one. So Cordelia shows up like, yo, something's going on. We should fix it. And I was like, holy crap, she's motivated to <laughs> actually be a part of the team. And then it made sense. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really that she was motivated to help the team out. No. Nope. As she just wanted to 
exude some hormones. I don't know. Does that, does that work as a f- sentence? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> I know what you mean by that. <laughs> yeah. Buffy and Willow are really stressed out about Xander throwing his egg around until it's revealed that he boiled it. (laughs) Which I gotta say, like, funny. last episode I was all talking shit. I was just like, yeah, I'm on, what's his, Ted's team for like, you gotta follow the rules when you play games and shit. And then this episode, Xander's here cheating at homework and I'm like, fuck yeah, cheat that homework. (laughs) Imagine, I just... Imagine for a second being that like stupid little monster thing inside the egg and be like, what the hell is happening? And it just dies. I'm fine with it. But it's just like, it's like, it's the only one that that dies. The rest of them are just like, I can't believe everyone else took good enough care of their egg except Xander. Like, cause they all hatched. Everyone else was a mindless zombie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would just think there'd be a couple more failures. Yeah. I mean, maybe they were, but... They got infected by new eggs. I don't know. So then we find out that even though Buffy's super tired and lethargic, she has the energy to make out with Angel for a while. Yeah, which I thought was a little Mm -hmm. weird, but, you know, whatever. I think teenagers will always have enough energy for that. You're not wrong. (laughs) And um, that's when we find out Angel can't have kids. And he asked her... Find out is a strong way to phrase it. I feel like we all could have assumed that. I know. Buffy didn't, though. Yeah. Which I was like, come on, Buffy. (laughs) He's literally a walking corpse. (laughs) He's literally a walking corpse. But he asks her if she thinks about the future, and she's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, okay. (laughs) We'll just not address that. That's relatable. That's relatable. That's a pretty impulsive... Thing that I feel like a lot of people can relate to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it switches to the security guard checking out the basement, finding the hole in the wall, and Mr. Whitman murdering him. What? What? Is it Whitman or Whitmore? Uh, Whitmore, I think. I've written it down both ways. <laughs> <laughs> Whitman Moore. <laughs> I don't have it written down at all, but I think it was Whitmore. I have it written down several times as Whitmore, and then just that one time as Whitman, so it's probably Whitmore. <laughs> anyway, he's dead. <laughs> no, he killed he the security killed the, guard. Yeah. He's just possessed. Either way, he, he was possessed and killed the security guard. And Buffy climbs back into her window and notices her egg moving, and then she sees it explode <laughs> into a bug thing. Gross. <laughs> Yeah, even I had a rough time with this. I was talking so much shit <laughs> last episode about, or two episodes ago about the worm guy. Yeah. And how I knew that would gross you out. And I was watching this one. I was like, oh, this is what I get. <laughs> Fuck. Gross. <laughs> and then she stabs it with some scissors and she calls Willow to see if Willow's okay. And Willow's like, no, mine's normal. I have it in the fridge. Except it's not. And then it shows the, like, shell with, like, purple ooze coming out of it. And I'm like, gross. (laughs) So gross. And then Buffy's mom comes into her room and sees that she's still fully dressed. And she grounds her. Yeah, that's weird. Like, (laughs) I mean, it's just kind of a weird (laughs) that she's fully dressed and stuff. Like, that's just kind of a weird way to be like, oh. I knew you were sneaking out. Right? Well, and you gotta wonder, like, how late it is. Because I'm sure that, like, if the egg comes alive at 10 p.m., there were still kids awake. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe, like, 2 a.m.? Well, it's got... It's post-hunting. Yeah. And Angel does say the phrase, it's getting late, you should go home, for yeah. what that's worth. Mm. Also, her mom's like, who are you on the phone with? And she was like, uh, uh, Willow? And it was weird that she made it sound like a lie when it was the truth. <laughs> oh, see, like, I didn't was, feel like she made it seem like a lie, but... Oh, it totally did. Like, it totally sounded like she came up with a terrible lie and her mom didn't believe it. Well, I knew her mom didn't believe it, but, well, like... Yeah. But why wouldn't you believe Because of the way that she said it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I missed that, I guess. Thanks for having my back. <laughs> <laughs> but the important thing is Buffy's now grounded. Yeah. That's what we know. It's very important. And her mom is lecturing her on the way to school the next day. And then poor Cordelia has a bear backpack. (laughs) Just weirdly focused on for a minute, too. (laughs) 
This is very important to know. Yeah, she started the trend. Yeah. And then other people caught on, so she stopped. (laughs) And then she was like, wait a minute, it's my trend. And then Xander sits down, and he's unenthusiastic about his granola bar or whatever it is that he was trying to eat. Yeah, it tasted like cardboard. So he's decided to eat his homework. (laughs) His, like, boiled egg from two days ago, which is, (laughs) even without an alien, that's fucking gross. Yeah. (laughs) And it shows Willow has, like, an infected area on her back where you presume the thing has, like, attached to her. Taking control. Yes. Xander flips out about the fact that he almost eats the alien thing because he's not paying attention. (laughs) And I straight up thought he did eat it when I was, like, going to watch this episode. I thought he boiled it and ate it. And I was like, that's so gross. <laughs> but then he didn't, so it was okay. Oh, that is so gross, though. <laughs> yeah. By the way, by the gross count, somebody's getting pretty shit-faced. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's why I said take a drink, not do a shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take a drink when Jess says it. Do a shot when I say it. (laughs) There you go. There it is. That's how we make it a real game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then they're in the science lab and Buffy and Willow and Xander and Cordelia are all getting ready to dissect the thing. And Buffy and Xander are like... Not wanting to do it. Yeah. Weirdly enough. Draw straws. And Willow's like, grow up, guys. And then she and Cordelia knock them out. Take them in the closet. And... They grab, like, digging tools, I guess, which makes sense to have mm-hmm. those in your high school closet. Right? Sure, Obviously. yeah. Why wouldn't you have pickaxes and sledgehammers in there? <laughs> right. <laughs> and spades. Well, why would you have a cage in the library? Yeah. That's true, too. There's there's <laughs> lots of weird things in this high school. <laughs> That's a fucking weird high school. <laughs> also, in the closet, there was graffiti on the ceiling. I didn't pause it to read it, but I thought that it was intense that someone decided to graffiti the fucking roof of the closet. I definitely didn't notice that. I only noticed it because the camera was like on the floor looking up at them grabbing the tools. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, my next note says gross. They all go to the basement with axes, but I don't remember what's gross about that scene. I don't don't remember anything being gross about that scene. So I don't know. If you know what was gross, <laughs> please send us an email. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. Yeah. I'll add that to my clarifications and corrections for next time. Do Buffy and Xander immediately wake up in the closet from there? No, uh, they. I believe before that is when Giles and Buffy's mom, whose name I do know, Joyce, Joyce I remembered, <laughs> um, they talk. And he's like, what was that sound? And she turns around and he throws the, the bug on her. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, I don't know what's gross about that scene. And I was like, oh, yeah, the shelf egg. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Buffy's mom shows up and nobody's there except Giles. And then yeah, Joyce cause... goes on a little tangent about how much she doesn't like being a mom. Yeah. <laughs> Which was just so heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> relatable, I'm sure. I mean, relatable, but also like... Okay, then why are you doing it? <laughs> you should have left her with Hank. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you do have Hank. That's true. He doesn't seem like a bad dad from what I've seen. Except that one time she imagined him being a bad dad. <laughs> being the worst dad. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't real. No, that's true. Uh, that but was. yeah, that for sure happens first because I questioned. I was like, why did Giles have a spare to put on Joyce? But Willow and Cordelia didn't have one for Buffy and Xander. Yeah. And then they woke up and there were eggs next to them. And I wrote, never mind, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just were like late bloomers, These, those two. Yeah. They just I, didn't get out yet. I do have more in the next part because Joyce goes on the tangent about how much she doesn't like Buffy. And then Giles is infected too. And he gets her. So then they're both infected. And then it switches to Buffy and Xander in the closet, and she just smashes the eggs with a toolbox, and blue, like, or purplish blue goo, like, goes out, splats underneath the toolbox, and I wrote, gross. <laughs> I didn't like that visual. That wasn't, that wasn't nice. <laughs> now it's rough. 
And then they go to the library where Giles has already done all of the research. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> and uh, and they find out this thing is pre-prehistoric. Yes. Which... How fucking old is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Giles did the research before the egg got him. Because I was going to say, like, why is egg Giles <laughs> researching <laughs> this? <laughs> like, oh, how to take down <laughs> my, myself. myself. <laughs> yeah. But so then it shows that everyone's digging up a giant gross brain thing. <laughs> Which part of me wanted to see what it looked like out of the thing. Like, was it just a giant brain with an eyeball or was there like more of it? I just wanted to know. And then all the brainless people suck ass at digging. But the important thing (laughs) is Jonathan is in the hallway. Was that Jonathan? It was was Jonathan. (laughs) Yeah, he slipped. Don't worry about it. It's like, where's Waldo? But it's, where's Jonathan? (laughs) Where's Jonathan? So he's been in, like, quite a few episodes at this point. And we only know his name because of Inca Mum... No, Reptile Boy. Where I thought his name was Justin. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what my other guess was. It was Justin, Josh. Yeah, I had a third one, too. You did. I mean, all of those names are pretty interchangeable, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) As are the people with those names. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't agree, but... (laughs) The important thing is, Buffy and Xander follow Jonathan to find the big brain thing. Yep. And Xander infiltrates them, and it's not hard. (laughs) Well, it actually makes sense that it wouldn't be hard, right? Because it's not like they have, like, a hive mind or anything. They're all just taking orders from... Yeah. uh, I don't remember what it was called. Big Mama Brain. Yeah. And, um... (laughs) So, like, it makes sense, like, if you just assume this guy's been infected, he's doing what he's being told. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, the cowboy vampires show up. And it's interesting because they help Buffy fight the infected people while fighting Buffy. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense. When you're surrounded by enemies on all sides, you fight all those enemies, right? That's true. Because they were trying to infect the cowboy guy, too. Were they? Yeah. And then... I don't know if it would have worked, but they were trying to. Yeah. And then while they were fighting the dumber vampire... Younger brother, I'm pretty sure. Gets sucked into the brain demon. Gets ate. And he gets eaten. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the cowboy vampire blames Buffy. And does he shove her in there? I missed... No, she falls and uh, the, like tentacle thing comes out of the brain and wraps around her legs and pulls her in okay. and as it does she grabs a pickaxe on her way down yeah and then she just kills it off screen super yes. easy and <laughs> don't really need to explain much yeah, yeah. comes out covered in guts gross <laughs> <laughs> and giles covers it up by saying there was a gas leak and yeah those things are normal <laughs> happen all the time and then buffy doesn't leave her room I don't like that Joyce was unforgiving about the gas leak. I know. Like, I get why she's mad at Buffy and wanted to ground her and everything, but you woke up in the basement. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. I'm with you. I did I did think it was interesting, but at the same time, like, it, it would have been weird for them to repeat the whole thing that happened at the end of School Hard, where she was like, I don't even care anymore. My daughter knows how to take care of herself. No, I don't need, need them to do that. I just don't think the punishment needed to be more intense when Joyce doesn't know why the rule was being broken. Well, yeah. I have a theory that, like, Joyce people, the writers, they don't really know what to do with Joyce. So yeah, they, I like, agree. kind of, when she has to be disciplinarian, that's what she is. And when she has to be empowering, that's what she is. I feel like they don't really know what to do with her. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Well, and she goes on another lecture about how Buffy needs to take responsibility. <laughs> this whole episode's theme was responsibility. Yeah. And making out. Yeah. <laughs> and then Buffy doesn't leave her room. She doesn't break the rules. And there's more smooches. Because Angel's just... Is he just, like, sitting on her roof? Or is he, like, floating? It felt weird. 
the angle seemed off. Well, so <laughs> uh, do we ever see what the outside of that window looks like? Because in my head, it's one of those ones where there's like a window, but then an extra roof before it drops down. Because that's just always how I pictured her not. sneaking in and out that way. Yeah. I don't know. Because I, I, I otherwise would. she would need like a ladder or rope straight to her window, right? Yeah. I'm not sure. But it just, he seemed very casual. Yeah. I did. Sitting. So before it did the reveal, he was like, are you sure you're not going to get in trouble? And I was like, why didn't he just go to her room? <laughs> and then it zoomed out and I was like, oh. He did. I feel like he, he could have been in her room, though. Yeah, easily. There's no reason to do it the way they did. <laughs> um, also, she says she's not breaking any rules, but no socializing was very specifically one of the stipulations of her being grounded. Well, well, you, you know, to if she really wanted to like litigate this, she could be like, well, I was socializing with someone who is undead. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, is that really socializing? <laughs> is that really socializing, was... Joyce? Unsocialized. Yeah, Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you just imagine? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's the summary, right? Any other summarizations that you guys wanted to call out? Now we no. summarize the fuck out of that, I think. <sighs> yeah, that was that was gross. A deep dive. <laughs> easily the fastest summary we've ever done that's by like 20 minutes that's because it's gross okay so we're gonna jump right into the pop quiz question number one mall food was it really is it really that bad and like was it specifically bad in the 90s because when buffy sat down in that first scene she was like ew mall food and i was like i remember mall food being lit i feel like mall food <laughs> is the too. best well like a lot of mall food is just like Panda Express yeah, and Dairy like, Queen and just like just chains that exist outside the mall too. Yeah. Well, like yeah. yeah, but like even like Wetzel's pretzels and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the, like or the big pizza thing. I don't even remember what that place was called, but it had like big pizza slices and stuff. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And there was like a lot of like off-brand, not off-brand, but like small chain type places in the mall here, but like. Yes, I'm trying to think of the different food courts and the different malls we have. Because I was just thinking of Flatirons, but like we right. used to have the Westminster Mall. Yeah, I can't think about the. I don't. Did the Westminster Mall have a food court? It did have a food court, it but had it to be had around like those balloons, right? It no, actually, it was over by um, by Stephanie's Chocolates and like where Rave Girl was and stuff like that. Okay. Um, it was where that old lady store was, <laughs> <laughs> and KB Toys. It was right across from KB Toys. Hmm. Um. But they had like Orange Julius's and they had, um, you know, just some. Yeah, I mean, I feel like like malls are the only place you could go to get Orange Julius or like Cinnabon. Like. Yeah, right. For a while, at least in the yeah. '90s, that's where that was the case. Like I, the Orchard is an outdoor mall, so they don't really have like a food court. But yeah, they, they have. Do. Last time I was there, they they had like a pretty designated food area. I felt there's well, like right outside AMC is like Marco's Pizza. And, like, Three Margaritas oh, is there. I wasn't thinking of The Orchard. Happy Sumo, <laughs> Who Hot, but, like, they're just, like, restaurants inside. Yeah, they're yeah. scattered. And yeah, there's they're no, just like, restaurants, food court. Yeah. And I wouldn't count that as mall food, because you're not inside a mall. Yeah. But maybe... What's, what's the one down in Golden? Uh, Colorado Mills. Yeah, Colorado Mills. That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking of. They have a food court. They do have fine. a they food do. court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just, like, I don't know. I felt like maybe. Buffy was being a little... little Snobby a little there. snobby, yeah. Maybe this is just one of those cases where like adult writers are a little out of touch to be writing teenage dialogue. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like kids always want to go to the mall for like everything, you know? Yeah, I mean, I lived at the Westminster Mall when I was a kid, and yeah. and it was just always great yeah. to eat there. Like we were like, yes, mom's letting us eat dinner here. That's amazing. Yeah. Good. I'm glad I wasn't alone there. No. <laughs> um. In fact, it was unanimous. <laughs> yes, it was. absolutely. Uh, question number two is actually kind of a two-parter. So this is like two and three, which is how worried were you about the future when you were a teenager? And like, did you want kids? Because Buffy seemed like she wasn't sure she wanted kids. And she was like, I don't care about the future. So for me, um, uh, did I worry about the future? No. I didn't. I I barely thought about the future, really. The only times that I thought about the future were like really dreamy things like, oh, when I when I'm older, I'm going to do this. And when I'm older, I'm going to do this. But it wasn't like 
oh, am I going to invest in my 401k or whatever? <laughs> you know, like I, I don't even think about that stuff now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but did I want kids? I've always known that I wanted kids. Did that, you? that was just me. Um, I've just always known that I was going to be a mom and I was going to be a mom to a lot of children. Okay. So. Yeah, fair enough. What about you, Stash? Uh, I mean, the only thinking I did about the future when I was that age was worrying about the fact that I didn't know what I want to do with my life, and mm. here I am still not sure. So, but other than that, no. Do you find it's less day. stressful to think like you know now? It's less stressful to think like, only because I have a job that's a good career if I want it to be. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but like when I was stuck at King Supers and in retail in general, like it was the worst experience of my life, just not knowing like where I could go or what I could do. Or right. I wanted to do something fulfilling and I didn't know what that was. Sure. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. As far as kids, I think I've always kind of assumed at some point in my life I'll have some, but I never really thought about thought whether you with, wanted them. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Especially not in high school. It was never even. Yeah. Like, I'd never worried about it one way or the other. Yeah. I constantly worried about the future when I was in high school. And not even just, like, worried about it, but I fantasized about it. Because, like, my whole objective, day one of freshman year, I was like, I gotta get out of this place. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go get a job and be an adult. I also thought things cost less than they do. Like, I thought it would be easy to get, like, a one-room apartment at, like, working a retail job and, like, do my own thing. And, like... To be fair, back then it was. Yeah. It was well, a little more affordable. Yeah. Even, like, I think back to my <laughs> senior year when we were in econ. econ mm-hmm. And um, we had to budget and stuff for, like, an apartment. And it was way more affordable back then, I feel like. Yeah. I think about that all the time. <laughs> but, like, well, I don't know if maybe it was just, like, the minute I got out of high school or what, but I thought about moving out as soon as I turned 18 and like I mean rent was only like $700 back then which if you're not in Colorado and you're like only $700 it's like tripled since then here which sucks but like this place um, is costing us 24 that's gross Mm -hmm. um wow but like I couldn't afford that on a hostess's salary at village in at the time you know when i got my first apartment in 2011 or the end of 2010 one of the two when we moved in we had five people moving into that apartment to be able to afford it i didn't i mean i thought i thought when i was in high school that i was gonna be able to like live on my own and handle my like rent and stuff all with a retail or restaurant like thing while i like struggled to make it as a writer and i was like no (laughs) zero accurate (laughs) it's like Mom, can I still live here as long as I'm going to school? <laughs> she was like, yeah. What about then, the kids? Um, I've always been kind of on the fence because I don't know that I would be a good mom. But, I mean, there were times where I was like, oh, I want a whole football team. And then there were times where I was like, maybe I just want one. And I'm still kind of like that. Sure. It depends on the day. <laughs> whether I'm like, yeah, let's have a kid. So, I like them like my husband and I have 16 nieces and nephews 16 15 15 nieces and nephews between the two of us and like I love them all but but you only have to see them sometimes yeah yeah you know if parenting has taught me anything it's not everybody wants to be a parent not everybody's equipped to be a parent too like very true some people are parents and they're not nice not good at it (laughs) well and my sister had a kid when I was 15 and she lived with me so there was a Mm. baby in my house when I was 15 and I was definitely not ready to handle it then and it's like I don't know that I'd be able to ever handle this Mm. Um, and I've been told that like as you become more of an adult you can handle that kind of thing a little bit better than when you're 15 but you know, it's not like you can take it back know. to the store yeah. if it doesn't work out. So. <laughs> You're like, I actually would like to return this. <laughs> well, I've had friends who have parents in their like 40s that are fucking terrible parents. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just because in theory you get better at it as you get older doesn't mean you always do. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was a relatively young parent and like 
there were definite things that I was like, oh, I definitely am too young for this. Yeah. And I was not 15. I was 20. Yeah. But, but like, well, and like my mom had, was like done having kids by the time she was 30. And my mom was a great mom. So like, I don't think you have to be like older, but it just like, I mean, and there are some teenagers who'd like take to changing diapers and dealing with vomit and projectile vomit and like mm-hmm. boogers, just like class class like all the gross stuff yeah yeah and i can't do gross (laughs) as we have been learning here so like it's hard to be like i want to be a mom when i can't really handle the gross you know yeah Mm -hmm. and again everyone's been like well it'll be different when it's your kid but again what if it's not you know you can't yeah i mean feels like a gamble yeah that is it is a gamble it's it's absolutely a gamble (laughs) so Though arguably the the gross years like end by like ten, right? Yeah, a decade define of, gross. <laughs> I was gonna say a decade of gross. That's nothing. You can handle that. But if it well, goes another say, year, I wanted to say like four or five, but that's definitely not right. <laughs> yeah, well, because like like kids get potty trained. I don't know what the average year is, but before preschool, presumably, or kindergarten. Um, like vomiting and stuff, I think happens. Hopefully you can teach them to use tissues <laughs> relatively like before kindergarten, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that there's just always going to be gross stuff when it comes to people, like That's in general, true. because like, it's like sticky stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things are always sticky when you're a parent. I don't like that. No. And that's gross. <laughs> Imagine how I'd handle it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Reference, I make people wash their hands before they touch my stuff when they come over to my house. Yeah. Oh. He has, like, an electronics thing and, like... Yeah. Well, there, so there you I would, go. I would have a very hard time with that as a parent, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, question number three, and it's the last question, which is, what's the most 90s thing you noticed? Uh, and I have a very specific one. Do you? Yeah. If you want me to go first. Uh, I didn't have one this episode. I can think about it. What was yours? I forgot my notes a thousand miles away. So oh, no. <laughs> I, had I was going to ask you if you had notes, but you didn't have a notebook in front of you. And I was like, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, I, I had them. But... Write in and we'll add it to the clarification. Right. I'll email. <laughs> um, Perfect. Buffy said she killed her gigapet. Oh, did she? Yeah. I didn't oh. even notice that. That's hilarious. When they handed her the egg, she was freaking out about how she can't handle Oh, that's right. She said, I killed my gigapet. And I was like, teenagers say would be like, what the F is a gigapet? <laughs> I have a question. Did you guys have a gigapet? I did not. Oh. Or not, a Tamagotchi. I was going to say, I had like other shit. Like I had, I had the Digimon you raised. Which oh yeah. Basically yeah. The same it's thing. the same thing. Yeah. Also there was a, there was one online for like on the Captain Crunch website. <laughs> I know that's insane, but I spent so many hours on that website raising <laughs> that fucking thing. <laughs> I had Neopets. I had some Neopets. That's similar. That's similar. Who didn't have Neopets, though? Like I had a um, Little Mermaid Gigapet. There you go. Yeah, it was like Ariel, and it was kind of fucked up because, like, (laughs) you killed Ariel. (laughs) Like, when it died, you're killing her. So it was really weird. That's pretty aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like it might be 90s to, like, have told kids to bring an egg home maybe i don't think we got anything like that well they had so in child development or whatever that was that was the class in our high school and they had babies they had like robotic babies yeah Yeah. i never did that but i remember other kids having yeah and they did they had like a car seat that they had to put it in and stuff like that so i guess like technology they were just like Here's an egg. Here's yeah. an egg. Because there was a like gross a egg. There was like a sensor in it too, Good right? Luck. That told you if you burped it or fed it or whatever. It right. Yeah. yeah. And it would cry and stuff. Yeah. Like it was. But that was fairly high tech. It wasn't like a required class, like sex ed is. Right. Right. And, and like, I mean, I feel like sex ed was a little different yeah, for, it was for just us biology, too. I think. Yeah, biology no, and like I, in middle we school, had, I had sex ed. Well, we yeah. had we had sex ed in um, fifth grade, like growing oh, and changing yeah, growing or whatever. And, changing. <laughs> and then like two weeks where they talked about sex and everybody giggled. 
But for, for me, that was in sixth grade. But really? In fifth and sixth grade, I was in a different county. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was it fifth makes sense. Grade it was different for, for me. For our county. And it was funny because they, like, sent um, something home to, like, warn parents. Yeah. So my mom told me about it, and I was horrified, guys, <laughs> <laughs> at the idea that I was going to get a period, that, like, I was like, men are going to put what where? No, thank you. <laughs> like, <"Mm-mm>, nope. <laughs> so... Yeah, <laughs> my, my yeah, I, I, I'm approaching. So my son is in fifth grade right now, yeah, and so he's approaching puberty, and mm. I'm just like, I don't know how to That's, handle this. I didn't have brothers, yeah, I only had sisters, and he's a boy, yeah. so I was like, mm, you can handle this. I can't. <laughs> I'm out. I can't. That's kind of how I feel like I would be if I have a boy, because like I grew up with my, I grew up in a house that was my sister, my mom me my niece when she was born and my dog who was a girl so like <laughs> so much estrogen yeah there yeah. was there was no testosterone in that <laughs> <laughs> and like well i mean my when my brother would come to visit but you know by the time i was seven he'd enlisted in the military and by the time i was eight he was deployed to iraq or afghanistan or wherever the heck so mm. you know because he did tours in all of those places so like yeah. Was, yeah, that makes sense. There was a lot of women's stuff, not a lot of men's stuff. I think I'll handle it just fine when I get there. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, did you have any other pop quiz things you wanted to kind of cover? Nope. All right. So um, we'll hop into character development from here and our characters for this episode are our returning characters are buffy joyce xander cordelia willow giles angel and jonathan and then our new characters are egbert tector lyle and mr whitmore i'd like to start with egbert okay (laughs) he died and he was gross he was born and died (laughs) course of like a minute yeah so that's character development (laughs) i feel like there was very little if if none for pretty much anyone for anyone yeah well it's interesting because we've had quite a few of those lately i feel like where we're like nobody really developed this episode i do feel like i think it's because everyone's in a comfortable position right now yeah Mm -hmm. i do feel like xander and cordelia kind of grew a little bit from the fact that like well their tongues did but (laughs) You know, I think that Xander had a little bit of a crisis when he had to punch Cordelia in the face um, when she was possessed. <laughs> and he did not tell her about it. <laughs> no, he didn't. I, I, do, I do feel like there are some subtle hints that they're caring more about each other. Yeah. You know? I, I would say that that's probably pretty accurate. You know, like the, the Cordy-Xander thing relationship <laughs> is blossoming. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Which, I mean, this is only episode three, but since we've seen them, since they kissed, but, like, I, I mean, it's like... it's been growing all season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got... I mean, Joyce was kind of a bitch all episode, but it was understandable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, I, like, again, I just feel like the writers just don't know what to do with her. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, honestly, I don't have anything to say on anyone else. No, I... Giles I, I, was I, barely in it. Yeah, Giles was barely in it. Willow was barely in it. And even when she was, half the time she wasn't herself. Yeah. I mean, Angel. Angel's tongue grew as well. <laughs> Angel and Buffy barely spoke, you know. I, though, I, I mean, I do think that, that learning that Angel can't have kids, and I felt like it kind of bothered him a little bit. Mm. And like That's him, true. You him. could argue we... I don't know if he grew, but we at least learned that about him. Yeah. And like, he's worried about his future with Buffy and Buffy's like, you're all I see when I look at the future. But it's like, well, she's 16. Yeah. yeah, That's such a 16 year old thing to do. Like, oh yeah. Or to say is just like, all I see is you. But like, I think that that, I think even without the scene, we knew that was her attitude. Right. Mm -hmm. But But we did learn about Angel. Yeah, I think he seemed really concerned about it in a lot of ways. So mm-hmm. Yeah, he has nothing to do but brood all day. Like, True. <laughs> I'm sure so. that really stresses him out. Or her someday deciding she wants kids and leaving. Yeah. I like the names Tector and Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I didn't I didn't catch Tector. <laughs> it took me a couple go throughs before I finally realized that that's the name that they, and I even had the subtitles on and it wasn't until I think Tector died that he was like Tector and I was like okay that is his name. <laughs> okay, oh. that is his name. I knew from like the first scene they were in he called him Tector like Did right he? away. Yeah. Oh, I did not catch that. It caught on me cuz I was like that's such like a weird like it's not a real name. But the way they say it is just rednecky enough to make it sound like a real name. <laughs> like maybe yeah. in some Tector. parts of the country yeah. it is a name. <laughs> yeah. And like I he makes it sound like it, specifically when his brother says it, Lyle, that like there should be an apostrophe at the front of it. Like it's short for something. Yeah. But I don't know what it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Hector? No. 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 That's the same length but a different letter. <laughs> Pro Protector. <laughs> If you know, <laughs> if you know what send us an email. Short for. <laughs> uh, Lyle lived. Lyle did live. I really liked when he he saw Buffy come out and he went, nope. And he like tilted his hat and ran. He's <laughs> like, you win. <laughs> um, who was your Herbert for the episode? I know I was going to give it to Xander, but I don't remember why. I think just he made me laugh the most yeah. this episode, yeah. Mm. I think I'm going to give it to Buffy for because I enjoyed her the most, I think, this episode. Yeah, that's why I'm giving it to Xander. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say Xander. Xander had some good some good sayings and, you know. How he, interesting. He, he punched Cordy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, as much as a Cordelia fan that I am, it was enjoyable to see. <laughs> awesome <laughs> i like that because xander was your xander i think in the last episode you xander was my was, xander yeah. yeah so i like that, that <laughs> that's character real development yeah. Yeah. real growth for you xander <laughs> katie doesn't hate you anymore. i don't i don't hate you anymore xander um who's your xander jess my xander's a little bit harder i mean no it's not i think it's joyce you know and it's not even her fault. She was just the lame mom this episode. And I kept thinking, I kept in my head every time she would start lecturing about responsibility, I literally heard your voice, Stash, and I was like, I heard you say, I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to hear this again. <laughs> so, what Glad about I can you? have that influence on you. Yeah. Joyce, I called her a bitch like two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like I should confirm. Yeah. Katie? Oh, my, my, uh, Xander is definitely Egbert. Like, oh this, yeah. This whole fucking episode is like, <laughs> can the episode be my Xander? Cause like, yes. <laughs> that's fair. He was on the list of characters, so that totally works. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's when we awesome. do our season two recap, I wonder what our lowest episode is going to be. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Cool. Well, let's just hop right into favorite lines, favorite moments, surprise moments. Katie, are you going to remember any years since you forgot your notes? Um, no, okay. I'm not going to, but I can add some commentary to your guys's. <laughs> I have six, seven. I have seven, which is my new lowest count, I think. <laughs> Last and Ted, I only had nine. Oh. I think that that was my lowest, but now I have seven. I have five, and I thought you only had six. I have seven. During t- no, during Ted. Oh. No, I think it was nine. Well, I haven't edited that episode yet, so I don't know. <laughs> My first one is, I'll be too old to wear it until I'm too young to wear it. That's the idea. <laughs> that is the most mom thing. <laughs> that was my mom to a T. <laughs> uh, my first one is when Xander and Cordelia are making out. Mm-hmm. And she says, I'm worried we're going to miss class. He says, you know what? This would work a lot better for me if you didn't talk. That's my next one. (laughs) She says, well, it'd work a lot better for me with the lights off. (laughs) Yeah. Which I also thought was a very cute interaction. Well, that was my second one. So I'll give you my third, which we already talked about. But Willow's saying, my egg is Jewish. (laughs) Uh, My third one, I think is right before that. And it's Buffy. How come you weren't in class? She says, vampire issues. Did Mr. Whitmore notice I was tardy? Xander says, I think the word you're looking for is absent. And Willow says, tardy people show. 
That doesn't surprise me that that's on your list because I feel like that's what you think every time. <laughs> uh, actually, it was specifically on my list because she said, did he notice I was tardy? And I thought, you were absent. <laughs> and then Xander said it. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for backing me up yeah. there. That's happened to you a couple times with this show. It's, hey. That's fun. Yeah. I wonder if there was somebody like similar to you in the writing room. And so whenever someone would align, somebody else, like, like when they were reading through, it was like, um... And so then they just picked somebody to say that. (laughs) Um, actually. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, My next one is Xander. Apparently, Buffy has decided the problem with the English language is all those pesky words. (laughs) That's like my fourth one. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What's your next one? Uh, Like two seconds after my last one, after they give Buffy the egg. And she says, as far as punishment goes... This is really abstract. (laughs) She's like, I'm trying to find the meaning. (laughs) How am I being punished here? My next one is Giles saying, presumed by whom? And Cordelia being like, well, me. (laughs) I don't remember the context of that It's when she was like, we need to go look for Mr. Whitmore. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Xander, let's go check the closet. It's like, how does... Nobody else catch on to these kinds of things with them. Uh, my last one is Cordelia saying, did I hit you? Xander says, yes, everyone hit me. And she says, good. Well, I didn't mean good because I hit you. Uh, uh, I didn't want to get left out. <laughs> yeah. That's my last one. All right. My next one is when Will, that same interaction where Cordelia said, well, me. Um, Willow said... Angel's helping you, right? And Buffy says, he does what he can. <laughs> and I was like, he sure does. He uh, sure does. <laughs> um, the next one I have is Xander when he and Buffy woke up and he was like, last time Cordy dragged me in here was a lot nicer. Buffy, what? <laughs> I should have had that one. I really liked that. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Uh, and then my last one is, this is all your fault. How? Because <laughs> I just loved, I loved how Buffy was concerned <laughs> that the vampire thought it was her fault. <laughs> I was trying to remember the context of that, yeah. but now I don't remember. <laughs> it's, it's like right after he throws her on the ground. As she, he throws no, her on Tector the ground. No, Tector fell in. And yeah. he was like, oh, Dector! And then he looked at her and he's like, this is all your fault. Yeah, and that's when he hits her and she falls and the yeah. thing grabs her. And she's like, how? <laughs> that's why I missed it was because I was writing, this is all your fault. How? Yeah. <laughs> it is hilarious. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, even in the worst episodes, the dialogue's still good. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing I really like about this show is the the... The dialogue? dialogue. Is that why you made a whole section of your podcast dedicated yes. to? <laughs> I sure did. I'm glad you noticed that that's yeah. what I did there. Um, very sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> or blatant. Or very blatant. <laughs> so next is the analysis. Uh, and the two things I have written down are learn responsibility. I feel like that was pretty, pretty blatant because mm-hmm. Joyce starts the episode and ends the episode with the same... Lecture. Lecture. Um, and parenting is a pain. I guess I could see how that's... This is a direct quote from Joyce. Yeah. I was trying to think if that was the theme of the episode. It wasn't really. I think that... I, I guess it kind of was. It, well, I mean, they were parenting the eggs, right? Yeah. So I get. And their children were it. born and it completely changed their lives. That's real. Right? That's real. <laughs> that's a real. That's a real thing. Uh, definitely the responsibility thing yeah. is a huge like so i have a real problem with responsibility be- i think that was the intended um i think that was the intended message or whatever but i don't think it really taught us that responsibility matters because we saw buffy getting punished for not being responsible but she was being responsible just with things she can't be honest with her mom about so there's not really a lesson to learn there yeah, I think that responsibility was more of a theme throughout it yeah. and not well, necessarily the lesson to be learned from it. Yeah, because the know? other problem is Xander was the least responsible with his egg when they were given the eggs, and that wound up actually benefiting him and arguably mm-hmm. saving the whole thing. Was he, though? Because 
All they said was make sure you take care of this egg. So if he boiled it, I'm not sure. Oh, that was another part that I didn't write or that I didn't mention. Um, as one of my quotes is when Sander was like, it's not cheating. It's like when you're running a race and you find a shortcut. And Puppy's like, that's also cheating. <laughs> that's also cheating. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean... I he just, found a different way to do it, I guess, you know, because if you fall, if it falls, it wouldn't break, you know, quite like it would have. Work smarter, otherwise. not harder. Yeah. Sure. But I mean, I get what you're saying with yeah. like, you know, it really wasn't teaching us yeah. responsibility. Like it, it, it was telling and not showing, basically. Right. It, it was, was just kind of like responsibility is a thing. Here's. Here's a bunch, a bunch of, kids of people being that, irresponsible, yeah. and, or here's a bunch of kids being responsible, and it's still not working out. Like, <laughs> being a cool. mix between yeah. the two. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the message was, "Don't have sex; you will get chlamydia and die." I, what's that a quote from? Mean Girls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but I mean, I mean, I don't know, maybe early, early on, the message definitely felt like it was gonna be control your hormones and don't have sex <laughs> maybe the message was children are like parasites and if you have them <laughs> they'll clip into your spinal cord and take over your brain that's definitely what i learned <laughs> and, and make you a mindless zombie that digs at things terribly well, i don't terribly. think that that's accurate <laughs> like. so i think that just really adds to how much this episode sucks though yeah like it was gross unfun to watch and, like, didn't follow through on the message it was trying to present. Yeah. That's... There was no character development. Like, I think if I was going to grade this episode, I'd give it an F on all fronts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only redeeming thing is really the dialogue, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's the only redeeming thing about this episode. It's one of the worst episodes. And if you're really into it, there was a lot of kissing. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> but that's the thing, too, is that this episode was, you know, talking about sex ed and all that other stuff so i feel like they've ramped it up a lot more on purpose purpose for that yeah it it fit the theme for sure Mm -hmm. there'd be a bunch of extra kissing well with that being the case do you have any final thoughts nope my final thought is this episode was so gross (laughs) (laughs) this was uncomfy to watch I want to know how trashed everyone is at home (laughs) if you played our drinking game please send us an email send us an email ideally while you're still drunk i want to see how those turn out um i'll play it while i edit it'll be fun (laughs) okay but you can't replay certain parts just to drink more I think that would be unwise anyway. <laughs> He's like, wait, what was I doing? <laughs> Sorry, I'm only 10 minutes in. It's been a week. I don't know what's going on, but I'm out of vodka. <laughs> All right. Well, before the drunken ones, did we get any emails today? Um, we did, actually. We got one message from Kyle that I want to read out. Uh, Kyle from our from Buffy Gaze. From Buffy Gaze, yes. He just wanted to let us know that he's so happy that you, Stosh, finally got to see Zandelia, your Zandelia prediction come true. <laughs> Fuck yeah. His mouth fell open when you said that earlier in the season, and he could hear me holding back the spoilers, <laughs> which is funny because I didn't apparently hold back the spoilers well. <laughs> well, it was a lot of your facial yeah. reaction, yeah. I and I, I just know you really well, too, like yeah. that. It's hard when I predict something and you're like, uh, 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 and I'm like, like, oh, I know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) While I was was listening to that episode, I was like, oh, you just wait. (laughs) (laughs) I I literally like, I think after that, I like went and I was like, when is, what's my line? Because we got to get there soon. (laughs) (laughs) So. Fuck yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks, Kyle. (laughs) I'm pretty proud of that prediction. But that is the only listener message that we have, and um, I can't reveal our most recent Thursday debate question because it hasn't come out yet. So <laughs> that's okay. We'll do two next time. Yeah. Revealing the pulling back the veil a little bit. We're trying to record a little early and get caught, yeah. get ahead. Yeah, it's smart. 
But that just gives you more time to write in. So if you would like to message us, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Jim Canceled Pod. Or you can email us at Jim's Canceled Pod at gmail.com. Katie, if anyone would like to reach you, is there a place they can do so? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> you heard that, guys. Fuck you. <laughs> if you have I'm questions just... for Katie, message us at one of the ben- places Stosh mentioned, and we will relay the message. Yeah. I'm just not a big social media person. <laughs> That's totally fine. And yeah. also, I'm a mom of four, so yeah. I'm also like, I don't add people. <laughs> because if, they, if I don't know them personally, I'm yeah. like, why do you need to see my kids? You don't. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have time for that anyway. Right. Yeah. I don't have, I barely have time for this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we're glad you made time. It was a lot of Thank fun. Thank you. It was so fun. I will say, just so everyone knows, it is Katie's birthday and she made time to be here. So yes. happy birthday, Katie. Thank happy you. Happy birthday. Here. Thanks. It will be like a month gone by the time this episode is released, but, it, but, but it's okay. But everyone can send us their happy birthday messages for you. Perfect. Yeah. We'll save them for next year. No, just <laughs> <laughs> we'll save them for next year. <laughs> Um, Jess, if anyone wants to reach you outside of our socials, yes. where can they do so? You can also find me on Instagram at tiaras.and.books, where I talk about all things bookish. And most of the books are enemies to lovers tropes, like we mentioned earlier. So, you know, if you're also a big fan of Xander and Cordelia... Zandelia, is that what we learned it is? Zandelia, that's what Kyle said, and I like it. Yeah, I was trying to smash those two earlier. I feel like it was super obvious I was trying to do that because I was like, (laughs) Cordelia and Xander. To be fair, those two were also trying to smash earlier. (laughs) (laughs) But if you are a fan of Xander and Cordelia, boy, do I have some book recommendations for you. And Stosh, where can people find you outside of our podcasting? (laughs) social media <laughs> uh you can find me on twitter at nisnaur n-i-s-s-n-a-u-r or i guess my instagram's the same thing yeah you can find me there too you're like you don't like ever I post don't, anything on instagram i don't ever post anything on twitter either that's but true my dms are open so <laughs> slide into them ladies <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks i got you uh, and so then our next episode that we're covering is season two, episode 13, Surprise. Stosh, do you have any predictions? Hopefully it'll surprise me by being better than this episode was. <laughs> I don't think that will be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. I'm going to say I think Jenny's going to come back. Okay. Because we missed a whole episode with her and they're yeah. not good at taking breaks from plot points this That's season. True. Um. I think Drew and Spike are going to be back, too. I don't think we're going to take a very long, long break from them, either. And it's already been two episodes, I think, right? Because they weren't in Ted, either. No, they weren't. They weren't so. in Ted or Bad Eggs, but they were in What's My Line. Yeah. So I think they're going to show up, too. All right. Cool. Well, we will find and out some if... vampires. Oh, yeah. And not some vampires, vampires, some werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to not bring that up this time, so... <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to fit it in until we get an episode with werewolves, and I don't know when or if that's going to happen. I think (laughs) I was going to be surprised (laughs) if you didn't bring up werewolves. Oh, but we will find out uh, next time. And until then, stay sunny, Slayers. of it honestly i mean the summary is the longest part because we were like this episode is disgusting <laughs> yeah i don't want to talk about this anymore what happened next <laughs> and moving on <laughs> did you just send us the i did